Hi, this is Lauren Weymouth, your host of All About Blockchain. We're bringing back some talent from the University of Nicosia. Joining us today is Aristotelis Haralampus, data scientist in the IT department working on a startup called NFT Valuations and CEO Mahan Fati. Aristotelis and Mahan, welcome to All About Blockchain. Hello, thank you. Thank you very much, Lauren. Aristotelis, your LinkedIn says that you are a machine learning engineer. What does this mean? It's a position, essentially, that requires from people to um, not only help develop statistical models based on artificial intelligence and machine learning technologies, but also deploy them, evaluate them, and constantly check the performance in production systems whenever something causes an error to the model or when the performance is deteriorating, essentially. They will help retrain the model, maybe on new data, if there are any, and essentially keep the model healthy in production systems. That sounds great. And Mahan, you're a software developer. Can you tell us more about that? I started at the University of Nicosia when I was a student studying my computer science degree. And I started working as a front-end developer working on the university systems. And I slowly transitioned towards developing some back-end and sort of learning on the job. To a point I got, as a full-stack developer, I was working on both back-end, front-end and handling the university system. And one day the CEO of the university came to us with this idea of NFT valuations and sort of asking us, what do you think about this? And we were discussing this over chat, and this is very interesting, and there's a gap in the market for valuing NFTs. And we can say this is sort of how it started with the project, and as sort of a, let's say, a proof of concept to see how hard it is to actually tackle this. And when the school came to you with the idea, were you already involved in the NFT community? I was not involved in NFTs. I was involved with the crypto community, but not with NFTs, no. And so now? Oh, yes. <laughs> it's very addicting, to be honest. I've been involved since I got introduced to it. I was involved in with Ethereum, let's say, since 2017. So I had some savings. And when I got introduced to these NFTs, I started getting involved a lot and getting involved with the projects as they were releasing and doing trading and some other projects that I just really liked and, let's say, wipe with. So I would hold on and I'm doing it even today. And when you see trading NFTs, do you mean art? It is art in a way, but... For example, a lot of the projects come out as PFP projects, so profile pictures. And this was a huge boom in 2021, especially around, let's say, from July 2021 until like the end of the year. So there was a lot of PFP projects and some of them you could see some potential. So you could trade by minting them or buying them early on and selling them later as the price goes up. And what's so addicting about it? Okay, let me compare it with the sort of the crypto market. It's not fun when you're looking at a Binance page or Coinbase looking at the price of Bitcoin or Ethereum going up and down. And this is something that I tried doing, let's say day trading with Ethereum and other cryptocurrencies and altcoins early on. And I just couldn't really do it for long. It would, it would get very boring and because you're sitting all day staring at a chart. But with NFTs, it was a whole different experience. You had to get involved in a community or a project. You would go to a Discord and there was everyone talking about this project and the art and all the different aspects of it. Then on Twitter, you had a lot of interactions. And each project, in a way, had its own unique sort of take on things. So every time it was a different experience and you were learning something, or it was just, it was fun. It is fun. All right. So I'm someone new getting into NFTs. How do I use NFT valuations? So if you're someone new and you don't have any NFTs, you can go to our website. You can use it for, let's say, exploration. So you can find collections that you may find interesting. 
On our homepage, we have sort of a, at the beginning, we have a market statistics. So we have different market cap of the overall market. We have some charts showing historical data. We have a chart showing the top 20 collections by market cap. We have a section for the trending collections today, which is based on an algorithm that we use with sale volume, number of sales and the tokens. So this gives you an idea of the market. But if you're someone that's just getting into it, you're more interested in the individual collections. So on our homepage, when you scroll down, we have sort of an experience just like you get on coin market cap. So we have a table listing collections, their name and other information such as market cap, volume, sort of the changing collection in the past 24 hours, seven days with the percentage and this great value. So you can use this to find the collections that you're interested in and any collection that you expand, then you can view different NFTs. We have a lot of options for sorting. For example, if you are looking to purchase an NFT, you can sort by price and look at the ones that are available for sale right now. Put your maximum budget and then you can look at the properties and traits that you like if there is ones that you know you prefer over the others and you can select those. So we have all these tools to let you narrow down and get all the information for one because we are, if not the biggest, we are one of the biggest historical data holders in the market right now. So we hold data going all the way back and this is something that's required to be able to have our machine learning pipelines work. We cannot just work with the data that it is right now. We need to be able to look at the patterns. So we put this all available on our website for everyone to use. So you go to a collection page and you have the option to look at this collection for the past year. Look at the floor price of it at any point in time, the market cap, the volume. So we provide all this information and then we also provide the tools for you to narrow down your search and look at the different NFTs. And one more thing I can add is we have a whole separate tool on our website called the Portfolio Management. And what this tool allows you is that you can create groups first. So you can make a group called My Wallets and add all of your wallets in there if you have multiple. But you can also add other wallets. So there is no mechanism to only add the wallets you have access to. We allow you to add any wallet by just putting the public address. So what we have done for some examples is we have created a group called Wales. And in this group, we have added the top NFT collectors. So you can watch their activity and what this group is doing. So you can see what collections they're buying, what they're selling, what collections are they holding for the longest, and generally what they're doing with different NFTs and collections. So this can also be a really good, let's say, range of information for someone that wants to start and understand the market. Well, it sounds like a really important tool for people who are just trying to get into it to better understand, but also for seasoned investors and collectors. How many NFTs are you tracking? Actually, we just passed 600 collections. We're tracking, I think, over 3 million different tokens. I cannot give an exact number, but an average is 10,000 tokens per collection. But then we have some collections like Other Deeds by Yuga Labs, which has over 100,000 tokens. And you talked about the data. What sales data do you use to calculate the valuations? All right. So we have off-chain and on-chain data. This is sort of two different buckets. On-chain data and Actually, this was sort of one of our pain points when we're starting is to establish a data ingestion pipeline for bringing all this data in. And then we saw that, okay, there's off-chain and on-chain. So I'll go with the on-chain data, which the benefit of it is everything's publicly available. You can just have your own Ethereum node and you can pull all the data from it. The disadvantage here is that there is not really a proper standard in place. So you're responsible to get this data and standardize it. And just to be, let's say, clear, there is the... NFT standards such as the ERC-720 and uh, ERC-1155 for NFTs. But once you actually look at the metadata, which is usually a JSON object linked to the smart contract, there is no standard there. Each collection implements their own thing. Now, there is a lot of collections that follow a similar template, but it's still up to each collection as they're deploying their smart contracts to choose what format they want to go with. So because of this, we had to build a pipeline that 
allows us to customize on a collection by collection basis how this data is mapped. And then the off-chain data, the problem is quite the reverse actually. So access to data is a bit more difficult. You need API keys. So some off-chain data, let me say examples, is um, listings. So when you list something on OpenSea or Luxray or other marketplaces, this is not on-chain. And this is to save the sellers, the users, the gas price, so they don't have to pay every time they want to list something. So this is just stored in OpenSea's database with the relevant details they need to execute this as a transaction if a sale goes through. So we need to use the OpenSea API, let's say, and ask them, okay, keep us all the listings. But the problem is that first you have to get an API key, which may not be difficult in many cases, but these keys are typically rate limited. So if you need a lot of data, you may not be able to get it as fast as you want. And for building tools for NFTs, and one important thing, let's say for traders, is that you have the speed. So if a listing happens now and we show it an hour later on our website, there's no value there because then someone's going to do the next tool as faster. So we need to be able to have this as fast as possible. And this was a huge challenge to overcome. And then the quality of data is better because it's coming from, you know, it's already processed by OpenSea in their database and then they provide this after. But we had some issues where some data were coming from different marketplaces that were incorrect. So because of this, we had to put something in place that, let's say, error checks the data, verifies them through the blockchain, verifies the owners. For example, one thing we we're doing is to make sure that the listing is actually from the person who owns the token that comes in. So this was another layer that we had. So this is like the challenge we had to go on. This actually took us about six, seven months last year just to put this in place so that we can bring the data in. And then we can start building a machine learning pipeline, which is completely separate on top, using all this data to generate models and verify them and then put all the valuations that we can show on our website. Well, you're doing all the hard work for us behind the scenes, kind of creating an infrastructure for us to be, you know, better traders. Aristotelis, do you know people who have been using your platform and it's helped them become smarter investors because of it? That's a good question, Lauren. It's actually a few people right now using NFT valuations to do their trades. We've seen some activity in our Discord server from people using it to essentially cut down the noise. So we've got a very interesting filter that users have been using. It's called NFTI divergence, essentially what this filter gives to traders or users in general is the ability to see when NFTI is disagreeing essentially with the floor price information that we get from OpenSea. So if there's a big discrepancy in those two prices, so I'll give you an example. If an NFT is valued by our pipeline, as being a lot more pricey than what the floor information and what the listings are saying, then we serve that on top when people filter using NFT divergence so that they can get to a really good trade right away. They can essentially get a lot of profit from buying a very cheap token and selling it higher, which is pretty much the goal of at least day traders that I know. So this is something quite powerful. You know, other than just looking at the floor price information and looking at very not really useful graphs, essentially, from other analytics tools. Well, that sounds very useful. I mean, in, in the world of trying to buy low and sell high, if you're actually providing that information, like where there's arbitrage, where you can buy it lower and sell it higher, that's amazing. Sounds like an investor's perfect tool. What's on your roadmap for the next two to three years? We have a lot of items. And this is something that... Okay, as a company, we're following this rule of transparency. So 
we've been posting a lot of different things on our blog about how our machine learning works, how our different valuation works. We have an FTI, which is machine learning. We have adjusted floor, which is more statistical based on floor prices. And we've been posting different blog posts about all of these and how it works on our documentation as well as our blog. And our roadmap is one of them. So right now we're only supporting ERC-721 tokens. So one of the things in our, let's say, short-term roadmap is to support ERC-1155s, which is also its own you know, class of assets that we're completely missing right now. When you connect your wallet on our website, you cannot see your ERC-1155 tokens and this is not a good user experience. We want when a user connects their wallet to be able to view everything they own, not just a subset of it. So this is something in the short term that we're going to be adding. We're already working on it. Something else is that right now we only support OpenSea on our website to show listings and sales. When you look at a token on our website, you can see, and if there's a sale happening on a different marketplace, we just show it as a transfer with a value. The main reason for this was that different marketplaces, the other two main ones like LooksRare and X2Y2, there was a lot of problems with watch trading because of their incentive mechanisms. So, for example, we had with Mebits, people were buying and selling them for super high prices, such as 25,000 Ethereum for something that was worth 10 Ethereum back and forth from themselves so that they could harvest the incentive, you know, incentive tokens from these marketplaces to profit. So this data, we need to have something in place to flag them automatically and say, okay, this is not a real sale. Because if we import this data and we use them in our machine learning, you can imagine the negative impact it will have on the valuation we produce. Because it's saying that this token sold for 25,000 Ethereum, but in reality, it didn't. It's just fake. So this is something that, again, we're tackling, we're working on it, and we plan to have LooksRare and X2Y2 support on our website very soon as well to be able to show this data and provide more of a whole picture of the market and everything happening. These are the two big ones on our roadmap that let's say we're already working on. I mentioned that we're only supporting Ethereum. Right now, There is we don't have any plans to work on other blockchains such as Polygon or Brinking. Uh, any other blockchain support, this will be further down the line. Well, we love that you're clearing out the noise and the hype and creating more integrity around the space. Where can our listeners go to learn more about what you're doing? We have on our website, we have our documentation, which we can provide the link, but it's docs.nftvaluations.com. It's also linked in our main navigation menu. We have our blog, which we post periodically about different topics and things happening. And also our Discord, all of our team, we use Discord as our primary communication, even for our team. So it's not just a thing for the community, but we're using it. So we're always there. If anyone has any questions or suggestions, we always welcome it. So anyone can join our Discord and talk to us from there. How are you driving NFT valuations to the public? Like, how are you creating awareness around it so that people actually use your service? One is that a lot of our focus has been just to provide, again, a full picture of the market. Because something that I would say drives you to the place if you go to the website and you see that oh, only 30% of my NFTs are here. Like, because we show a market cap. So when you log in with your wallet, you kind of show wallet and you see if you have a valuation of your account. It's the sum of the valuation of all the tokens that's in your wallet. If we only support 20% of the collections you own, we actually only show 20% of your valuation. And someone that has a multi-million dollar portfolio, look, kind of wallet, we say, oh, your wallet's worth $500,000. That's, I would say, the easiest way for them to just leave the website. So on one side, we're focusing on providing a whole picture, adding collections much faster. So this is a thing that we've done a couple of weeks ago. We improved the pipeline and we've been adding multiple collections a day now. And the other one is the support of different standards like the ERC-1155, which will give us the option for a whole different class of NFTs and also to have data for more marketplaces. 
And on the other hand, we are hiring. We've been hiring for the past few weeks for many positions, seven different positions. We're looking to hire about 10 people to join our team. One of this is for social media. We know this is one place that, let's say, we have a weakness right now because our team right now, we're six people and we're all chipping towards social media to post something, but we're also very busy. So we haven't had the time to dedicate to it, to be able to get out there and interact with the community and engage with them. So hiring someone from the community that can, you know, be all day on Twitter, on Discord, collecting feedback, talking to them, I think this would have a huge impact. Well, congratulations on growing your team. Thank you. With NFTs being a multi-billion dollar market, it's clear that we need a valuation tool in this space for collectors, investors, managers, and even artists. We're at the very beginning of NFTs becoming a meaningful percentage of art, collectibles, gaming, community, markets. Mahan and Aristoteles, you are playing an important role in advancing this ecosystem as it emerges. Thank you for sharing your work and passion with us here today. Thank you very much, Lauren. It was a pleasure. And listeners, thank you for your curiosity and being on this journey of creating the future of blockchain with us. Feel free to send us your comments on my LinkedIn and feedback to ubri at ripple.com. Until next time. <laughs>